y'all. Welcome back to Fate Life Journey Podcast with your girl Anna and Lola. And as you can see, we still have Fulu here because y'all, it was getting so good. It was getting so juicy that we did not want to, you know, make it too long. So we had to break it into two, you know. So we are going to continue the conversation from right where we stopped last time. And now we are just going to get into investments. That's the big topic. Yeah, big topic about yes. investing in stocks and That's all of right. that. So um, y'all chill out. Make sure you grab your water, grab your coffee, yes. grab whatever you are drinking and chill out and relax. If you're driving, pay attention to the road. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's just take it from where we stopped uh, last time. All right. So let's talk about stocks, y'all. The main thing about investing, because that is where the bugs, the big money comes from. We don't depend on, it's not just about salary, you know, earning a salary, but like investing and letting your money work for you, you know? So in Proverbs, before we even move on, we didn't talk about the being a good steward, you know, when God says, um, um, to be like, when God gives you the talent, how we talked about, you know, last, yeah, the couple of episodes back, but yeah, you should be a good steward of it because when God gives you five talents, two talents, one talent, you can find that scripture. Um, I believe in Matthew something I'll, I'll, We'll put yes. it up there for you. The idea is just to be able to use the money that or the talent, whatever it is that God is giving you, use it well. Yes. And not only just to not when I say use it well, not keep it mm-hmm. and let it just let it just, yeah. just stir like it. And not just frivolously, like exactly. just spend it anyhow. So that's why you have to budget. Be budgeting is part of being a good steward of yeah. your money. And that and is from money for you too. Matthew twenty nine, fourteen to sorry, twenty five, fourteen to thirty. So let's talk about budgeting from the Proverbs thirty one woman in verse sixteen. It says she goes to inspect a field and buys it. Oh hallelujah! More uh, land. More land. <laughs> with her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Oh, so invested because of your craziness your cuckoo she's like this girl is cuckoo but anywho you think that about me yeah no, man Fulu, i want you to bring me back no <laughs> i trust you Fulu. even if you look like this I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh you are not anywho's um so what would you say to a woman who like me who says stocks what is that? That sounds foreign. The, like, I, it gives me a headache just to even hear the word stocks. It, it just like, my eyes shut down. Mm. So, before we talk about stocks, <laughs> this is pretty cool. Um, instead of stocks, right? Because mm-hmm. there are so many um, investment vehicles. Right? Yes. So, why would you do stocks over mutual funds or CDs or anything else? Um, okay, so before I answer that, I said this earlier, but I would really do like to put a disclaimer out there that mm-hmm. I am not an investment advisor. Yes, right. Whatever I say today, do it's your own personal. due diligence. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it's absolutely a personal preference, right? Like stocks, it's there's it's not one way, right? There's stocks, there's mutual funds, there's real estate, there's ETFs, you know, stocks are just, that's the general bucket that people call it, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't do individual stocks or you can do a bucket of them like they're called ETFs, exchange traded funds that has a you whole see, bunch of um, the language stuff in it that increases your exposure right it makes you be more diversified so you're not putting all your eggs in one Into basket one right if you invest in one company and the company goes belly up you're screwed yes what she said <laughs> oh you didn't want to use the word screwed because you're <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
<laughs> she didn't she wanted to be nicer. She wanted to be nicer. <laughs> so say that. conversation right yeah. where you came up to me and, and <laughs> she, she spoke to me about investing and about getting into stocks and I told her I'm like girl that is like a foreign language I it gives me I can't even understand <laughs> stocks and I, I, I don't even know if I want to venture into this so what would you say to a woman like that um I say it'd be like Nike and just do it because mm-hmm. knowledge is power Right. And um, we got to get out of our comfort zones. We talked about financial literacy earlier. Right. It's really important for we as women to get involved. Like Lola was saying, it's not just stocks. Right. There's so many different things. There's real estate, whatever it is, whatever your passion is, whatever is important to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Get involved because we're talking about potential to change your generation. Right. Mm -hmm. Like your kids and your grandkids, if you do have kids. Right. Right. And it's very important because this is a tool, right, that a lot of people use to build wealth, frankly. Mm-hmm. And and it's not talked about enough, right? So that's what I say is just do it and get educated about it. There are a ton of resources out there that are free that you can use. So if, say I was starting afresh, mm-hmm. like I was starting from her or below. You have investments, right? She does have investments. Husband has investments for her. But if I was starting, this was a dang at her, by the way. People didn't understand. Mm. I just said it out there. So mm. Even if she's shaking her head, she knows. Mm. But if I was starting fresh from the bottom, mm-hmm. this is not 2018. This is not 2010, mm-hmm. right? Where in 2010, when if you put your $1,000 in a CD, mm-hmm. you absolutely got something. Right. Now, if you put it in a CD, you probably not get back $1,000 because of the way the investments mm-hmm. or interest rates are going right now. Right. But out of all the vehicles that they are out there, what do you think is the safest place right now or the less? I wouldn't say safest because, honestly, investments is not safe. Right, right. It's risky. But what would you say is the least risky place to put your money in if you wanted to work for you for someone who is risk adverse? Yeah, so all investments are risky. Like you said, there is absolutely nothing you can put your money in that will not come with a level of risk, right? Oh but <laughs> what'd you say? Your bed? Under my bed. Under, yeah, 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 under your bed. <laughs> under your bed or like in, in your underwear drawers, right? Yeah. Probably. Cause I know some people, you do it. Some of you do yeah. it out there. Um, oh, by the way, I was uh, changing my, like folding my clothes in my closet. That's what I it's found. mine. It's my Lola. Lola is mine. Guess what I found? It is mine. And you know what I realized? Yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, mm-hmm. yeah, we got a new job. 
And so, you remember? Mm-hmm. He gave me that cash. Mm-hmm. This girl came to my house and she's like, money, money, yeah. money. I, I, money, I, I money, literally money. did, like, for real. I spent the money and then I left. Like, so all she can pick it up. <laughs> like, I literally, y'all, took the money and I just, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And so, so whenever he gives me that bulk money, mm-hmm. he'll be like, okay, what are you going to use it for? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want you to just hold the money and keep it and not use it for anything, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're buying a purse with it, like mm-hmm. whatever, buy gold, whatever it is, you have to use the money for money something. something. Right. Because why would I just give you money or you just put it in your and you just keep it and you don't do anything? <laughs> wait, 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 Just keep giving me all that money. Just keep giving me. But honestly, to God, I found a minted hundred dollar bill, and I was like, "Ah, oh, James Avery, here I come!" I was like, "Huh?" And then I thought about it, right? And I was like, "The last one he gave me is still sitting still in my there." Account. <laughs> but I mean, see that's you. Money, but yes, that's what yeah. I mean. Well, but so. You actually bring up a good point, right? Because a lot of people keep their money in, you know, in a savings account or in a checking account or really truly under their mattress. A lot of people do that, Mm -hmm. right? But that money, you can make it work for you by investing in the stock market or mutual funds. So there's a whole other things that you can do with inflation. We know what's going on in the world right now, right? Your money, your savings is actually losing money Mm -hmm. if you don't make it work for you because of the level of inflation, if it's just sitting there, right? You're not making money on it. To your point, my 401k has like dropped however many points. Don't look. Don't look. (laughs) I'm in finance. I cannot Don't look. look. So there is a saying, and I'm sure you've heard this. There is a saying that says time in the market is better than time in the market, right? Because just... Keep putting it in. Keep investing. It's the market's not going to be a. But she is keeping. She's right? keeping. Oh Lord, English. She's investing. Like she keeps right. investing, right. but it's just that just seeing it dropping. See, yeah. It's like it's not. It's you see what it was at the end of last year. Yep. And, and then right less than six mm-hmm. months. But that doesn't mean that she stops. Exactly. Right. So yeah. I haven't stopped mm-hmm. and I'm still doing investments. And the one thing too is like we're doing diversifying right. the type of That's investments that we have. Mm-hmm. So that, that way, like you said earlier, you don't have all your money in one bucket. Right. Right. And so doing that helps me think, okay, even though the money in the stock place looks hey, <laughs> but the money in this other area is right. actually right. appreciating. So exactly. that, to me, balances up. Absolutely. So for someone who's starting up at fresh, right, mm-hmm. when, you know, as soon as you get a job out of college, they're like, put money in your phone. Okay. Okay. That's accounts. a thing. That's a, what me and Amar always talk about is that they put you in this box and they let you believe that this is the only way you can make money. But it's not until you start doing your own research and being knowledgeable about it that you find out that really 401k is not, you know, but to put your money, spread your money out, you know, in different places. But some people are so gung-ho about 401k is like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, the 401k is their life or their future. Which in a way... I would say I've maxed out my 401k, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's a good way That's to do smart it because do. you do get that. It's pretty much free money. Exactly. I mean, from the company. Really? Yeah. Okay. You try to so take it out before time. And well, just take, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because <laughs> interest rate is not good. Yes. But that, 
if you start off there, I would say that that is a first place to start off, right? Mm. Put your money in your 401k, your company matches you. However much they match you, it might not be the entire 4% or 6% right. or what, but you're getting free money from your company. Mm. That's the, the easy starter way, right? And then you see you have the IRAs. You have traditional IRA or Roth IRA, IRA. so whether it's pre-tax money or after-tax money, then you can do that way too. So you find out that as you get out of college, the 401k is not the only bucket right, right. that you can do, but as a woman and as a black woman who, let's say, let's let's assume I'm not in finance and I know all these things, mm-hmm. right? And I got out of college and, you know, the company says, okay, 401k, and I say, oh, I want to save money and I do 401k. What else would you advise someone <laughs> like that to be able to grow their portfolio mm-hmm. at that age? Right. And to, because like the Bible says, right, in, I think it's in Psalms, you want to leave a a whatever for your children's mm-hmm. children's children for three generations after you mm-hmm. right so my children's 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 will benefit from what i'm doing right now right right so what would you advise someone like that to do right so of course you have the 401k part there's a Roth ira too right you talked about that that's something i think is important for everyone every you working ex- you can explain person i just called it <laughs> you're the finance guru i'm just in finance she's gonna have to come back for us to get into details this is this is surface for the people we're just trying to advise yeah. people to get into their into to become more uh, financial literate you know uh, to get into knowing about your money, investing your money, and knowing what you know works for you, and how to um, put your money out there to to grow right. for you. So we'll have to come back to go into more details if y'all would like uh, for to go into more details about you know all of that. But um, <laughs> did you just like shimmy? Yeah, because shimmy I'm trying to encourage them to encourage you to bring me back. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, so, when is the best time to start investing, um, and how do we get started? She said, "Now." Was that now? Now. Now. Now is the best time to start. Now. How do we get started? A brand just, new, like Lola was saying, fresh yeah. person. Well, just look around you. Like, what are you interested in? What do you use every day? Do you own an iPhone? Do you own an iPhone? Mm. I'm sure iPhone people. Mm-hmm. I'm an Android girl. Yeah. Oh, no, please don't speak. <laughs> don't speak. So Apple just released iPhone 14, right? And I think it actually start it retails at $800, give or take, I think. Really? And that's bare minimum. For the bare minimum. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, it, it goes up from there, but okay. that's the lowest. It, it starts there. And um, I don't know what Apple stock closed at today, but at some point, it traded around $146 today, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can afford an $800 iPhone, what can you afford? You can afford the stock, right? I was telling Lola earlier about my son, who's only seven years old, by the way, but wants Jordans, Mm -hmm. right? Is it the person? (laughs) (laughs) Just ask it. he wants jordans right and the jordans he wants the cost of them will probably be able to buy him two stocks in the company Mm. that makes jordans right which is (laughs) nike so own the company jordan the product or two stocks to own a portion of nike Nike, right so i don't know that decision hasn't been made yet yeah but i kind of like how though yes they do so that's what i was about to say i like how she um She's investing for in their future too, you know, not just giving them money. You know how people do piggy bank, which is fine. My kids have piggy bank, but it's like investing in your kids' future mm-hmm. as well. Um, lastly, as we begin to round up, because we have spent a lot. Oh, you have a go ahead. 
about the kids mm-hmm. portion, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was going to say that as women, right, we are our kids' best advocate, right? right? We grow up and we see these rich kids and we're like, oh, how did their parents do it for them? Mm-hmm. Like, how did they get to this stage? You find, like, 17-year-olds or, like, multi-million dollars yep. of things that they did, not their parents' money, but because their parents have put them in that right. situation mm-hmm. or has the position positioned them right. to be able to do things like that, right? So for you right now, talking to a mother, African-American mother, for your kids, what would you start doing now for your kids to bring That's them a good up, question. to position them, mm-hmm. to learn what you already know, which mm-hmm. took you a long time to, to learn, right? So right. that they have the same mentality when they get to 12 or 13 and they're like, mm-hmm. do I buy these shoes for the money in my account or do I buy the stock? Mm-hmm. Or do I start thinking of side businesses to do? Mm-hmm. You know, just having that mindset of investment or having that mindset of making more money what do you think is the best way or how would you advise someone to start training their kids mm-hmm. in that way? I think we just have to talk about it, normalize having that conversation, right? Even take them to the store with you or or if you have an investment account or a bank account, show them their accounts, right? My kids have accounts and when they get money for birthdays or Christmases or whatever, a portion of it goes into their checking account or to purchase stocks. And my son gets really excited because he'll say, mommy, can I see how much do I have in my account right now? And of course, I can't really show him his stock account balance right now because he's very good with numbers. He remembers what he was before. It's not that number right now. So you can show him when he's taking money. He's like, look, son. It's, yeah. You know. So, but I think just talking about it, right? Like when we know better, we do better. I joke with my husband all the time. If I knew what I knew now, what mm-hmm. I know now, 10, 15, 20 years ago, yeah. Which, mm-hmm. Life would probably be a little bit different, but that's okay because right. we're acting on it now, right? right? We're talking about it's it. We're trying late. to it's do better. Late. It's never too late. We're trying to do better. So I think with our kids, because they don't really teach investment in school, they don't no. teach money in school, they don't teach no. budgeting in school. They just teach you they how to recognize one dollar and fifty cents and no. like to just know the money. Yeah, they not don't. Like, yeah. <clears throat> um, and I don't know if you all have heard about um the budgetista Tiffany Alicia, yes. but she actually in her home state of New Jersey. I guess worked on a law to actually make sure that they are now teaching budgeting and finances oh, cool. in in schools, which I think is so important because we don't get that. If we don't teach our kids at home, they're not getting it anywhere else. So I say if anything, talk to them about it. You may think they don't understand. But the more you talk about it, the more you say it, it's going to become um, second nature. I mean, in our house, my kids know I don't buy anything that's not on sale. Okay. So they know, yes. like before at the store, right. my daughter will be like, oh, mommy. And I'll be like, what, what, honey? Okay. She'll be like, oh, you're going to say no. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, it's not a thing. <laughs> that is so cute. This is true, I promise. But right? So it's how you teach them things. Yes, and yes. You, you just, and she's fine. Right. You're going to start somewhere. Yeah, I remember this video of a little girl and it's a little black girl that, she is she knows like investing the lingo the ling the language and yeah the lingo thank you and the numbers and all of that mm-hmm. it's a video that has gone viral and the mom will be asking her questions about you know so if this goes up what does this mean does mm-hmm. it you know and stuff like that and she's just answering it and I'm like man that is a mother that started you know when she, since she was younger 
um, teaching the, the child. But at the same time, women, we have to know what we are right. doing. We, we have to get into it before, know. yes, before we start getting um, to our kids. So, sorry, one last question. <laughs> Y'all, blame it on Lola. Blame it on Lola. But if you have if you have stuck it out to this point, you are a champ. We are yes. Yeah. One last question. So we know what the economy is like right now. Yes. We know that stocks are <laughs> SHIT right now. On oh, sale. No. Oh, okay. I apologize. I apologize. Stocks are on sale right now. <laughs> They're on very, very discounted sale. <laughs> so Investments, mm-hmm. right, is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about investing in stocks and different vehicles. Mm-hmm. What would you say in the economy right now? Mm-hmm. If you had to choose, would you mm-hmm. choose investing in stocks or investing in yourself? Mm-hmm. That's two things, right? Okay. And the reason why I say that is, say you have $5,000 right now. Mm-hmm. Would you put that $5,000... Let's say you don't have a master's and you know that if you get a master's degree and for all the schools that charge $5,000 for master's, please. Please call us who have multiple master's degrees. Exactly. But I'm just saying, if you had $5,000 right now and Mm -hmm. you could go into a master's degree, right, Mm -hmm. that would benefit you next year and your income will quadruple. Mm -hmm. Or you take that $5,000 and put it in the stock market the way it is right now. What would you personally choose? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I'm asking you that question now That's is because... a tough one. It is a tough one. But you are more investment prone. Like your mind mm-hmm. thinks like that. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you always look at opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. Which one's better than the other? Right. So in your case, what would you do? Because there's some people right now who have that question. Mm-hmm. Who are thinking that. I've had people ask me, so should I go and invest now since the stock market is very, very discounted still? You know, and I'm like, what do you think? Right. Yeah, I I think that's a tough question. And I think it comes down to your goals, right? What is your ultimate goal? What's your what's your vision board look like? Mm. Like my friend right here. Right. But. I can't. I will never discount investing in yourself, right? It's very important to invest in yourself. Up until now, I pay for classes, we go to conferences, all of that, right? Oh yeah, she because goes to conferences, for, you know, financial conferences. <laughs> because it's for the future, right? So why don't you invite us? I think that's the same thing we told her the first time we found out that this girl be going to Las Vegas. Oh, well, that's a topic. Yeah. Of friends. <laughs> for people who don't know, oh my god, are like. <laughs> They have their own friendship. That's why their chairs are so close together. And now, y'all know that's not a, that's not true. But anyways, like, <laughs> such a friend. I mean, I'll, I'll always bet on myself, right? So if I feel like investing that money in myself, right, whatever the dividends that's going to pay me in the future, I'll bet on myself. So again, it comes down to your ultimate goals, right? I will say if that $5,000 is money you need in the next three to five years, don't even bother, okay? If that $5,000 is for your mortgage or you're saving up for a wedding or whatever it is, don't put that money in the market. Lola gave a perfect example. Your 401k at the end of 2021 is not the same thing it looks like right, right now, right? Like, the market is what the market is. You know, when you're investing, you're investing for the long term, right? Yes. So, again, $5,000 to invest in yourself. I would probably pick myself depending on the plan. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, go from there. Too. Yeah. So, y'all, to round this up, last question. What so you is question your? No, that's I was trying to round it up. So, what is your um, 
your biggest tip for someone who wants to invest? Like what, if you had to do it over again, what is one thing that, you know, your advice would be a right. uh, best um, investment tip? I would say start, but don't rush into it. Do your research, right? I mean, you all think I'm joking when I put that disclaimer out, you know, earlier, but there are a lot of frauds out there. There are a lot of people who are going to lead you down the wrong path, mm -hmm. right? So if you are trying to do something, invest in whatever companies you're trying to invest in, make sure you do your research, right? Like whatever it is and be comfortable with whatever you're investing in. There's a ton of investment vehicles right out there, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, I know some people are waiting for December 3rd to go get their candle sale, right? You're about to go buy candles, but what company makes the candles, right? You know, so it's it's everyday things, right? Investment, it's really not that complicated. Just look around you, your shampoos, your your food, where do you like to go to eat, where do your kids play, all of that, right? Those right. are day-to-day -day things that you can look into. And what is your work? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, don't invest if you have a huge debt. Oh yes, <laughs> that's true. Because you might just hear like, "Oh, oh go invest, go invest, let's right. go invest." But if you have student loans and you have a lot of take out the debt first, at least bring down your debt exactly. margin first. I'm not saying pay off your house before yeah. you invest, but if you have credit card debt and revolving debt like that, pay those off first so that you mm -hmm. have the liquid income to then go ahead and invest. Right, and quickly for since Lola brought up that student loan. For anybody who doesn't know, the government is uh, helping people pay student loan. And right now, they've put out their form where it's right. easy form to fill out. Yeah. Uh, just go Google it and search it out and just apply. You never know. Yep. You never know. Just take a chance right. and apply. It's like so easy. It took me like less than one minute to complete the form. They don't even ask for a lot of stuff, at least in this initial right. um, stage. But last question, what is your worst um, experience like investing or your, uh, um, um, I invested in some penny stocks that wasn't smart, right? You can make a lot of money, but you can also lose a lot of money when you do that, right? How and much did you put in penny um, stocks? Because penny stocks are penny stocks. I played the fifth. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I, when I was younger, I used to do penny stocks. Penny stocks. <laughs> yeah, on that note, Polu, uh, we just want to say Watch. thank you so, so much for joining us today to yes. talk it out on this for podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. Y'all, she like blended in so well, right? Like y'all want to see her back, right? Yeah, I, I, we can see y'all. We can see y'all. But thank you so much. We appreciate this conversation, taking your time out of your busy schedule to come hang out with us. Uh, we would love to have you back. So just She's let us know. Love a to monthly, come back. A monthly. A monthly. You know, yeah. Investment tip. Yeah. Yes. You know. I'll come every month. Say it right now so we can hold you to it. Say it on camera. Say it on camera. I played the thing. <laughs> you're in sales. You're not illegal. So that's why you keep pleading the fifth. Rachel did not bleed the fifth. Y'all. Anywho. Because she knows the right things to say. She's an attorney. She's an, thank so you. She, that's true. She so she knows. Exactly. Y'all, we gotta go. Thank y'all so much for joining us uh, today. We yeah. love you guys. If you are watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. And um, also give us a rating on the podcast um, platforms because that would really, really help us grow and reach more people. But thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope that you have a blessed week ahead. And we We'll see you back here next time for a brand new episode. Y'all say bye to Folu. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.